What is going on squad? My name is Brian Mark. I'm the host of the number one podcast for online fitness coaches who are trying to grow a successful online business without spending any money on ads, a website, or a funnel. I built my fitness business to over $50,000 a month over the course of four years. And in the last two and a half years, I've worked with over a thousand online coaches and a hundred of them have hit $10,000 a month. Without further ado, let's get into today's episode. What is going on on the fitness coaches? Welcome to another episode of the Change Lives Make Money Online Trainer Podcast. This is the number one show for online fitness coaches who are trying to grow a successful online business. In today's episode, we're gonna be talking about three massive mistakes that you are making on sales calls that are causing you not to enroll clients. And I'm joined by the sales master, the one and only, the wolf, Mr. Cole the Silva. What's up, dog? Yeah, that was a lot of hype, bro. I feel like I gotta live up to the, that name for a second. It was like, uh, it was honestly funny, guys. We brought Eli Wild in for a training the mastermind the other day. And like, that's a sales master. I I just like doing sales. All right, I'm excited for this one. I'm excited to break this all down because I'm very passionate about it. And I feel like a lot of you guys feel like are probably making these mistakes. I feel like a lot of you guys, even if you're not working with us, are probably making these mistakes because I think they're just self-limiting beliefs that a lot of people don't know how to get over. So I'm excited about talking about them today. I was actually thinking about that while I was saying, and I was like, it, like I called you the sales master. And then I thought about it. I'm like, you are kind of the sales master of like fitness coaching though, oh, right? I like that. I like, you're like that. You're the sales master of fitness coaching. Cause I'm like, who else is in the fitness coaching scene? That's like crushing fitness assessment sales on a consistent and regular basis doing trainings. You know what I'm saying? Who the fuck knows, bro? It's me. Get ready. All right, I'm, <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the boy. <laughs> so before we get into today's episode, I need to share something with you guys. All right. And I want to give homie some credit because we've both been grinding on TikTok for a little while. And big homie over here just passed me in TikTok followers, which was painful, but also exciting because it just forces me to level up. Dude, Cole, why don't you share some of your TikTok success with the audience recently? For my podcast audience that doesn't know where you are on TikTok, tell them where to find you and just talk about what you've been doing lately and why it all started popping off. 100%. So guys, my TikTok is C-O-L-E-L-U-I-S-D-A-S-I-L-V-A. It's Cole Lewis De Silva. So for the longest time, if anybody doesn't know, me and Brian actually started our inspiration slash like business TikToks at the exact same time. If not, if I'm not mistaken, maybe I started it like four days before him. He had a funny one, the protein CEO, uh, still laugh my ass off of those videos. And I have my gaming one, which is sitting around like 45,000 followers right now, because I also have a gaming brand. Now I wanted to do a motivational I guess, channel, not only for teaching you guys how to build your businesses, because I'm very passionate about this, but I just wanted to talk. I wanted to kind of share my story and break down a lot of things. Now, when we started building, number one, I'm honestly like, you guys don't understand how grateful I am for Brian to like put me on like this when it comes to this, because it means a lot because I've seen Brian slay a lot of fucking things. Um, and we did not see this coming, <laughs> but it was fucking, it was popping off. So we've been grinding. I think we were both sitting around 9,000 followers at the time. He posted a video because we have very, similar stories about going through his addictions and like beating it and his TikTok exploded. He got to like 50,000 followers right away. And then it was just growing from there. And I was just slow grinded to 30K followers and was sitting around there for a while until March 20th, I found a new flow with my TikTok strategy. And I started to utilize motivational music, music that was calming while using an intense message because I really liked the contrast between the two. And I was using it with videos of me working out or stretching or just fixing our gym or whatever the case may be, because it just clicked in my mind. I really liked the way it looked. I actually told Brian, I showed him the video. It's on Say Less Lifestyles TikTok page. It hit me in the fucking feels like a motherfucker. And I'm like, I want to create content like that. Like I want to, like, that's, that's what I fucking want. That's what I've been looking for. So I created a couple of videos and then Julia, again, like even Julia, she's like, I'm taking credit for most of it. She's like, why the fuck are you using all these other people's voices? 
start using your own. And again, I had a self-limiting belief, like, because a lot of people don't see me on the front lines a lot. And it was because I was very discouraged about making content. I've actually had people reach out to me and be like, Cole, I'm super proud that you didn't stop creating content because Brian probably remember this. What, like three months ago, bro? I was like, fuck this. I'm done. I was about to delete my Instagram. I was just so pissed because I had a lot of managers, gurus, ad managers get my accounts completely banned guys to the point where there's sometimes I get 10 views of my story because I was so banned on every piece of uh, social media from getting absolutely screwed. So I was like, I'm fucking done. So Julia is like, use your voice, use your voice, use your voice. And then maybe people will start like using and like lip singing to you. So I was like, you know what? Fine. I'll do it. Second video, but popped to 50,000 views. And I'm like, Oh, this might have something to do with it. So I started doing it intensely. And on March 20th, I had 30,000 followers. And now two and a half weeks later, I just broke 98,000. Like 98, bro. Yeah. 98. I was at 98 an hour ago. Now I'm at 98.4. So I'm get. I should hit a hundred thousand today. I'm super fucking grateful. And like, not only am I happy because the followers, that's cool, but what I wanted is actually happening. Like I have a video right now, guys that exploded. It's got like 700,000 views, but there's like 3000 videos of people using my voice on their workouts, like lip singing it, doing their walks with it. And that's what I fucking wanted. So everything's kind of like clicked and it feels fucking real good right now. Okay, um, so it's kind of aligning. Dude, I love it. And guys, if you're listening to this and you're in the 10K Coaching Academy, listen the fuck up, all right? Cole did a video teaching you his editing style. And I'm telling you guys that Cole's editing style is fucking genius because you know, like as soon as he taught it to me, I started like using it on all my videos. And I'm not afraid to admit when something's like fucking smart or like, AKA better than what I was doing. And this is for sure better than what I was doing. And if you're in the 10K Coaching Academy, it's literally like, it's fucking in there. So if you haven't watched Cole's video and you're not on TikTok, this is me saying the same shit I've been saying for the last six months and it's get your ass on TikTok because I'm telling you guys, there's no other, there's zero other platforms, zero. Zero that you can post a video that will get a million views. Zero. Yeah. Like, like maybe it's like a once in a fucking every thousand, hundred thousandth post that you post on your Facebook business page. Like one of our clients, Charlie Meister, had one of them that did get like 70 million views. But that was like a fucking like anomaly. You remember that video, Cole? Yeah, I was on Facebook, right? Yeah, I was on his Facebook business page. But TikTok is like one in 10 videos could go viral. That's what you guys don't understand, right? It's like one in 10 videos could go viral. And I know that some of our clients are tuning in right now. They're like, they're already using your strategy, Cole, and it's super valuable. And what would your piece of advice be if I'm like, you know, maybe I'm in the, maybe I'm not even in the academy and I'm trying to get on TikTok and it's kind of confusing. And maybe I'm discouraged because I had a couple of videos that didn't go my way. What would your piece of advice be if I wanted to get to hundred thousand followers on TikTok like you? Stop focusing on the views and just put out content guys. Like literally, like I said, fucking me and Brian are very close. We do almost everything together. And a big thing is a lot of people bitch about views and they like talk about followers and they talk about all these things. Like if I would have let Brian's success get to me while I was working, I wouldn't be fucking blowing up right now. Mm -hmm. because B blew up on three different accounts. All right. Only at the gym with him and cursed fucking uh, protein CEO. And the fucking one he has right now, B Mark fit. All right. And yet to surge, I'm like, yo, that's fucking dope. And I picked them up because that's what friends do. And I just focused on myself and I didn't give a fuck about the views. I put out content that I fucking enjoyed. And just to give you guys a little bit of a background, like TikTok, again, I fucking feel like a broken record because we still have clients that aren't even on it. I know. People are doing it. Guys, so we gotta I've say gained, it a fucking again. I've gained 3,800 followers a day for the last 17 days. I just did the 
the map. I gained 68,000 followers in the last fucking two and a half weeks. And it's blown my Instagram up by 2,500 followers. And my Instagram hasn't grown in over a year because of how banned it was and fucked up. Dude, if you were fitness coaching, like you'd be fucking raking it in right now. Because like how many DMs do you have from people that are like, oh my God, you're changing my life. I need some help, right? Hashtag stay tuned. There's some fucking, I've got some big plans coming back my mind. Yo, guys. Like, just fucking do it. Just get on and fucking put up content. You'll find your flow. I didn't find my flow until I hit 30,000 followers and I was putting out videos talking about my story and different yeah. things. And there was little videos. I'm like, ah, I don't really like that, but I'm going to put it out or I'm going to put this out. And don't get me wrong, I'm still growing. I still got to 30K. I was very fucking proud of that. But now that I hit my flow, now that I know what I want to produce, it's exploding because I didn't get discouraged and I just kept putting fucking content out. I'm not worried about the followers at the beginning or the likes at the beginning or the comments at the beginning i'm worried about just connecting with my audience and i feel like there's a big fucking difference between what i'm doing and what a bunch of other people are doing because you guys are worried about the followers right now you're not worried about the impact you guys are worried about the likes right now you're not worried about the impact i was worried about the impact and the fucking followers and likes came boom so, boom all right guys so you heard it from the fucking man himself who's almost at hundred thousand followers focus on the impact and now let's get into today's episode one of the things that we like with the podcast i know that we kind of got a little bit off topic there but i think it's really important to keep you guys up to date on what's fucking relevant right now mm -hmm. and what's relevant right now is tiktok and clubhouse yep. so if you're not on tiktok and clubhouse right now you're making a fucking mistake so if you're you're listening to this and you're on android you're like oh, i can't be on clubhouse that's cool you should be posting three tiktoks a day then like you yep. should be like i think that's that's where you're going to get the highest ROI. And if you do have an iPhone, then you should be learning TikTok and Clubhouse. And if you're in the Academy, we have seven trainings on Clubhouse. So that's besides the point. Let's get into today's episode. Today, we're talking about the three mistakes you guys are making on sales calls. So we're going to get right into it. Mistake number one, being uncomfortable talking about money. Fuck my life. Cole, you want to get into this? Oh, 100%. This is one of my favorite things to talk about. Guys, again, sales is like something I'm very, very passionate about. And I truly believe that every single one of you online fitness coaches are a salesman first. All right. Obviously, you're a coach. That's what you want to do. But in order to build a business and become a successful coach, you need to be good at fucking sales. You need to sell yourself. You need to sell what you're good at. You need to sell your program. You need to sell them into believing that they can be a better person. Sales are in everything. All right. You're either selling or you're being sold. Remember that shit. I don't know who said that. I don't know who. Grant Cardone. There we go. Grant Cardone. It's so true. It's the fucking truest quote in the world. Just wanted to take a quick minute to say, I want to change your life. If you're listening to this podcast, then you know that I have what it takes to help you grow a successful online coaching business. So go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. I'll reach out to you and we'll talk about what your biggest struggle is. We'll talk about what your goals are for your online coaching business. And I'll give you some guidance and a game plan for what to do next. Again, go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients and I'll reach out to you to see if I can help. Now let's get back to today's episode. So right off the bat, you need to be comfortable talking about money because I see a lot of people who aren't. I've literally heard people on the phone be so scared to pitch their price that they forget their price. So when it comes down to the pitch, they're like, um, uh, so, okay. So yeah, but for my program, it's like 12 weeks and it's uh, two, like $250. What the fuck are you talking about? Pitch. <laughs> just tell them what your fucking price is. <laughs> like just be comfortable talking about it and pitch your price because all you're doing is talking that person out of wanting to join with you. You could have the best call in the world. They could literally join and you could tell them nothing and they'd want to pay you. But if you sound uncomfortable talking about money, they're not going to want to pay you because you sound sketchy as fuck now. 
Dude, and so like, guys, if you're uncomfortable talking, like if you get to the pitch and you start talking like, oh, it's $250 a month. If you get to the pitch and you sound uncomfortable talking about it, it makes it sound like you question your own value. Yep. You're not even certain in your own value. And so you're telling somebody your program's $750 for a 12 week program, but you can't even fucking get it out without stuttering. You sound like you're questioning your own value. And so the prospect's going to hear that and they're going to go, I don't like, this doesn't really sound like it's right. Right. So like not only uncomfortable talking about money during your pitch, but also guys during the objections, right? Like as an example, like all of us have dealt with a financial objection where, you know, they say that they can't afford the program. Now, a lot of us as online coaches, when we get a financial objection, because we we are uncomfortable talking about money. A lot of us, let me know if you guys have done this before. You just accept their financial objection. Somebody's like, oh, it's like, I'm a little bit too, you know, I'm a little bit tight for money. And you're like, okay, I understand. How many of you yeah, guys have well, done that before? I, I think I need to check my budget. Okay, bye. Click. Dude, like so many coaches have done this, right? And I know that because guys, I was an only coach for like five years and I did it all the time. Like until yep. I got good at sales. And it's because it's like, we're uncomfortable having the conversation about money. It's like, oh, okay, like you can't afford it. Okay, I understand. Bye -bye. You guys need to realize that if you don't build that comfortability with talking about money, if you don't get comfortable with being uncomfortable talking about money, it's going to be incredibly fucking hard to talk to a lot of people out there. Because the reason why these people are freaked out about giving you money is because again, Brian talked about this on, I think it was his podcast yesterday. We've literally been saying this for fucking five years. People have been making excuses for years to not start their journeys. So obviously they're gonna have a fucking objection for you when they get on the phone, especially when it comes down to money because they're not confident in their own ability to follow the program. So investing in the program is going to scare them. And if you're uncomfortable talking about that, if you're uncomfortable challenging that fucking limiting belief that they have, good fucking luck. It's not gonna happen. Dude, okay, I'm, gonna, I'm just gonna be direct with you. If you've accepted a financial objection like that before, and you've let somebody walk away once, you've probably done it multiple times and you've likely lost out on 10 to 20, maybe even $50,000. Like if you've been an online coach for a long time and you've accepted those objections like that, like every person that you accept that objection from is a thousand dollar client that you just lost. Also, and while you're thinking about that money, I'm gonna hammer this point for you down even more to make you feel even more bad, okay? <laughs> you're thinking about that $50,000 you just lost? All those people, if they still aren't in shape, that's your fucking fault for not challenging them on the phone. Because Preach. you didn't take that fucking opportunity to push their boundaries to help them lose 50 to 100 pounds. And it's all about being willing to have a fucking conversation with people. Yep. Because for me, like guys, I've made some purchases in my life where I was like kind of on the fence and then somebody was like, no, you should do it. And I was like, okay, I'm going to fucking do it. And it turned out to be a really good decision. Yep. Like, do you remember, um, I don't know if you remember this Cole, but you remember like Brad from Scott and Scott's program? Yep. Oh yeah. And I was like, eh, I don't know. And he kind of pushed, kind of pushed. And I was like, fuck it. I'm going to do it. And it was yep. one of the programs that changed my life. Yep. And so guys, here's a really like simple exercise for you guys to practice being comfortable talking. Actually, I've got two. Nicole, you can add to this as well. Number one is write this down, push 5% farther, write that down, push 5% farther. And so if the last time you got on a sales call with somebody, they gave you a financial objection and you're like, Oh, okay. And you fucking hung up. Then I challenge you to push 5% farther. And so when you're on the phone, somebody, if it's, uh, finances are super tight, I'm like, okay, I completely understand. Like finances aside, like, what did you think about the program? So push 5% farther, like go like just a little bit deeper. Instead of just accepting their objection, just go a little bit farther. 
and go a little bit deeper into the script. Because if you guys can push that 5% farther and you can do that on every single call, eventually you're just going to be super confident talking about money. So that would be number one. And number two is confidently practice pitching. How many of you guys are role playing two to three times a week? Say me, if you are right now. There's no way, bro. Like, <laughs> there'll be a couple, but I could just guarantee you that 90% of the people are doing it because a lot of people don't see the value in it. Guys, when me and Brian were both fitness coaching, online fitness coaching, we were role played every fucking day for six months straight, long role plays. 100%. Then we would do random role plays. Yep. I'd call him after call and be like, yo, something didn't go well. I need to pitch you for a second, or I need to do this, or I need to do this. And he's like, okay. And we'd run through it. It's the power of having somebody that you could bounce like ideas off of and go through things. It changes the fucking game for you because it's an outside perspective that's going to really help you. And the prospect's obviously not going to tell you what you did wrong or what could have went better, but you need to realize that every fucking sale that you lose on the phone, you need to look internally first. What did I do wrong? Dude, what could I do better? I also think that like, it's so fucking important to role play you guys because get out all of your mistakes in practice so that you don't mess it up when there's a thousand dollars on the line. hundred percent. Right? Like Kobe isn't it. just fucking playing games. Like right? he was practicing a, for fucking three, four hours before the game. This is your livelihood, right? Like this is like this is the deciding factor in whether you quit your fucking job or you're a full-time online coach. So yeah. why wouldn't you role play and get out all your mistakes in practice so that when you're on the phone with somebody who wants to change their life? You can actually have a conversation with them and you're able to flow through it easily because you've practiced like dozens and dozens and dozens of times. Mm -hmm. So practice, fucking practice. Okay, number two, you want to go into number two, bro? A hundred percent. But I want to say one more thing about number one for you guys before we move forward here is that 5% further thing will literally change your guys' lives. Because again, I'm telling you right now, write it on your fucking wall, wherever you need to be, write accept and fucking expect objections. It's going to happen because if homie's 50 pounds overweight, obviously they're going to make some objections for paying you because they've been struggling for a long fucking time. So if you expect them and you push 5% farther and you're willing to lose the sale because you're challenging their limiting oh. beliefs, it's going to take you way fucking farther in this game. Mm -hmm. All right. I'm willing to lose every fucking sale on my terms because I actually want to help people. And it's not just about the money for me. Dude, that's another thing. Write that fucking down. Be willing to lose the sale on your own terms. Mm-hmm. We're kind of like getting into that, into some nugs, but you need to be willing to lose a sale on your own terms because so many of you guys will have a conversation with the prospect and the prospect will be like, oh, I've got to think about it. And then you're like, okay, great. I'm going to let you think about it. And then I'm going to get back to you on Friday. And once I get back to you on Friday, then we can make a decision together. And then what's going to happen? You're going to hang up the fucking phone and nobody is going to get back to you on Friday because how many of you guys have lost a sale because of that? You're like, oh yeah, totally. Yeah. You want to get back to me on Friday? Sounds great. Um, I'll follow up with you on Friday. Really looking forward to talking to you on Friday and maybe changing your life. And then they fucking ghost your next message. Yep. So I would rather have an uncomfortable conversation in that moment and lose the sale on my own terms. And like, I'm not a pushy salesman, but I'll be like, totally cool. I understand you need to think about what is it that you need to think about? Yeah. And I'm going to go, like, I'm going to go into that, like, uncomfortable situation. Well, I'm not really sure about the finances. Okay, I totally mean finances aside, what do you think about the program? And, like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have that conversation yeah. versus allowing this person to get off the phone and knowing that they're not going to come back. So being willing to lose a sale on your own terms means that you're willing to have an uncomfortable conversation at the risk of losing the sale because you fucking know that if they hang up the phone, the chances of them coming back are not very 
not very high. Slim to fucking none. I, I really wanted to bring that up because I know you have a lot of good points with that. And so I was like, we got to hit that nugget right now. So moving into number two. All right. And this one's going to challenge a lot of your guys' beliefs because a lot of you guys feel like this is what the point of the fucking phone call is. And it's not. Number two, a huge mistake that a lot of you online fitness coaches make is you guys are giving too much value and you're wanting to help them. You want to give them actionable value on the phone. That's not what the fucking phone calls for. Realize that for a second. All you guys sit with that because I know it's probably challenging a lot of your guys' beliefs right now. Are you guys, you, you want to get on the phone and you want to give these people the entire blueprint. This is what you're doing wrong. This is what you need to be doing. This is what we should be doing. This is what you have been doing. That's not the point of the phone call. The point of the phone call is to figure out what they're struggling with, what their goals are, and if you could fucking help them. Start nice. giving them all the fucking value. You guys are, again, operating from a place of scarcity here. Like, I need to give them everything in order to prove to them that I'm a good coach. It's not mm -hmm. the case. They booked a phone call with you to see if you're going to help them with their fitness goals or not. Yep. So your job on the phone, write this down. Your job on the phone call is to diagnose the problem. That's it. Yep. Diagnose the problem, period. That's it. You are the person that's going into their situation and you're figuring out what's wrong. Like, what are you struggling with? How long have you been struggling with it? You know, what have you tried that isn't working? You know, how long have you been working at it? Like, what's like, what's the biggest reason why you need to change? Diagnose the problem and then get them clear on what their vision could be. And another thing, so like, we'll go into it. So like, we're diagnosing the problem, we're figuring out what their pain points are. And then oftentimes on the phone, we have to help them create a vision because with a lot of fitness clients that you will get on the phone with, like they've never imagined themselves 30 pounds lighter. And so they don't know what the fuck that looks like. And so yep. our job as online fitness coaches is to help them craft that vision. So Cole, if like, if we were able to lose that 30 pounds and you were able to be more confident and you were able to see your abs for the first time, like, what would that feel like? Like walk me through a day of what that would look like for you. What would you feel like if you walked by the mirror and you saw yourself 30 pounds lighter? Like, what would that experience be like? Mm -hmm. Amazing. And we're helping them create the vision. And then our job on the phone call is to let them know, like, this is your problem. These are your goals. And I can help you get from here to here. And I'm not going to tell them how I'm going to get them from here to here. Because if I, like, dude, if people wanted that kind of solution, they go to fucking Google. Uh, yeah, like, guys, <laughs> I was just going to say that. That's it. Listen, you could give everybody the exact walk through fucking breakdown of how to achieve their goals in the first place. And 90% of the phone calls you get on, the people wouldn't do it anyways. Because, because guess fucking that. what? Everything's on Google right now. Everything. You can literally type in how to lose weight. There's 400 million fucking ads that will pop up in front of your face with different strategies on how to lose weight. Guess what? They're not in shape because they don't fucking want it and they need the accountability. They need the coaching. They need it. And they need to know that you're going to be the person that's going to help them get there. Yeah. And so your job on the phone isn't to say like, oh, so you need to be eating 60 grams of carbs or 60 grams of fat, 200 grams of carbs, 200 grams of protein. You need to be working out three to five times a week. We need to change up your exercise. Like, no, that's not your fucking job on the phone. No. Your job on the phone is to diagnose their problem, figure out their goals, and show them that you can help them go from their problem to their goals. Period. That's it. 100%. And realize this shit. Absorb what we're saying right now because I know there's a lot of you guys just virtually put your hand up if this is you. You spent 45 minutes on the phone talking to people about their problems. You get to the end. They think they could do it on their own and bop, there we go. They're like, I know what to do now. Dude, because so many online coaches are coming at sales calls thinking that they need to give fucking like a actionable value on the call yep. in order for people to trust them enough to pay them. But as soon as you give actionable value and they're a little bit inspired, now they're going to be like, oh shit, I can do this on my own. And then they're going to go, they're going to try and they're going to like make a mistake because they don't need actionable. They need a fucking coach. That's why they're exactly. on the phone with you. So you're like, you're actually doing them a disservice by over delivering the value on the call and you're not going to make any money. Yeah, That's it. That's it. Period. That's it. So the solution is to talk less and listen more. That's it. Yeah. Very simple guys. Talk fucking less very and listen more. Simple.
talk less. Like when you're on the phone, ask a question and then shut up. Literally, it's hard because you want it. You want to sit and just like talk. The person that talks the most loses. So just like let them talk, diagnose the problem, continue to ask the questions. That's it. Okay, so that leads us into number three. Number two and number three are kind of aligned. And so you'll see that these are kind of on the same place. Number three, the third biggest mistake that you guys can make on the phone that's causing you to lose sales is talking to people like they're a friend. Talking to people like they're friends. This is especially true if you have friends that apply to your program. Who here has ever had a friend from high school or a coworker or somebody that they know apply for their program and you get on the phone with them? When you talk to homie like he's a homie, homie's not going to pay a homie. Nope. Homie's trying to hire a coach. Yep. So if you're talking to people like they're a friend because you want to be like, and you're afraid of being super direct with somebody because you don't want to come across as, you know, too much of an authority, or you're afraid of asking questions and appearing salesy. And you're like, so interested in creating connections with people that out of curiosity, how many of you guys have ever had a friendly conversation with a prospect that lasted 30 to 60 minutes where they didn't buy anything, but they were really freaking happy that they got on the phone with you. How many of you guys have ever had one of those? Just say me. So grateful you got on the phone with me. I'm so happy we got on the phone and spoke for the last hour. I'm not going to purchase anything, but man, you are really freaking cool. And I really like you. Yeah, so many fucking times. And if, if the funny thing you about bringing that up is because a lot of these fitness coaches that are listening to this right now, maybe you guys are just starting to grow. Maybe you guys are just starting to pop off. Guess what? More people are just going to want to get on the phone with you to talk to you because they see you killing it. And people want to be surrounded by people who are killing it. So you'll just get people want to hop on the phone for no fucking reason. And then you guys want to talk to them like, homies and you're wasting your fucking time mm -hmm. this is a huge thing guys i'm very passionate about the subject because i feel like a lot of people are afraid to again come off salesy come off like a leader come off like a coach they don't want to seem like they're not friends with that person so when a friend or a family member or a random person books a call with you they want to be like loving first and not a coach first but i set the tone right away they're like yo just want to let you know i'm super happy about this and we shot the shit for a couple minutes here but i'm going to keep this very business like very business focused because you're on the phone with me now this is my expertise and this is what we're going to run through because mm. we don't you're just going to be wasting your fucking time Guys, you just spend too much time talking about things that don't need to be talked about. We're not here to talk about the weather or how high school was or fucking joke around about all this shit. We're here to get to the root of somebody's problem on the fucking phone. So you got to be a leader. Guys, write this down. People don't hire friends. They hire coaches. Yep. People don't hire friends. They hire coaches. So when you get on the phone with somebody, like you have to know, like the way that I approach sales calls when I'm an online fitness coach is like this person has a problem. I'm the expert at solving that problem. And so I'm going to see if I can give them a solution. That's it. Even if I went to high school with homie, like I'll like, and I'll be straight with somebody at the start of the call too, if I need to be, if I feel like there's like a weird, awkward kind of like, we like, you're my friend, but I'm trying to coach you. I'll be like, all right, listen, Taylor. So like, you know, me and you know each other from way back, but if it's cool, I'm going to treat you like, you know, you're one of my clients on this call. I'm going to give you everything that I possibly give to one of my clients. I'm going to separate friendship so that I can give you the best possible service. Is that cool? All right, great. Do you mind if I ask you a couple, you know what I mean? And then you're into the script versus you having like a fluffy talk about high school. How's Sarah? How's this? How's that? But it's like, that's not going to get you your next client. So people don't hire friends, they hire coaches. So it's really yeah. important that if you guys want to cement yourself as an authority that you need to place yourself in that position. Another text that you guys can send. If any of you guys are ever in the DMs with somebody that is like a friend that you're maybe interested in getting on a call with, or they're interested in getting on a call with you, and they're asking you some questions about a fit, your fitness goals, and you're kind of like their fitness goals, and you're kind of like uncomfortable, and you're not sure if they're like looking for some free advice, or if you're not sure if they want to be your client, a really simple DM question that you guys can ask to prevent this from happening on calls is this. So let's say Cole DMs me and he wants to lose weight. I'm in the DMs with him. And then at some point I need to ask this question. I need to say, Cole, I've got a question to ask you and it might seem weird, dot, dot, dot. But 
send. Since you're one of my good friends, I need to ask, are you just looking for some free advice or do you want to completely transform your life? Cool. I got a question to ask you and it might seem weird, but dot, dot, dot. Since you're my good friend, I need to know, are you just looking for some free advice or do you want to completely transform your life? Yeah. That's Game it. Over text right there. So fucking important guys. Write that shit down. Make sure you write that shit down. That's it. That will just separate you from like, I'm your friend versus I'm going to be your coach. Cause if they're looking for some free advice, give it to them. But as soon as they say they want to completely transform their life, then you need to treat them like they're one of your clients and not like they're one of your friends. Does that make sense? A hundred percent. And another reason guys, why you need to go about these conversations like this, regardless if it's friends, family, or somebody who just wants to be your friend on the phone is because what happens if you sell that person, right? Let's say you have a 45 to 60 minute conversation where you're talking to somebody, you guys are just going buddy, buddy. They don't really see you as an authority, but they want your help and you sell them. Do you really think they're going to listen to you when you like come off as a coach or a leader a week into the program? Do you really think they're going to listen to you when they start slacking off and you start to like really step up as that leader? You see what I'm talking about now? You got to cement yourself as that fucking leader, that coach, that person who's in the authority position. Because if you don't and you have a friend, I've had this happen. I've just let people in my program, yo, you're a homie. It's all good. It's this amount. We let it all go chill. And then the first two weeks into the program, they're doing things that I didn't like because obviously I don't run my program that well. I draw the line. They would get mad. All right. So I started drawing the line way for way fucking sooner. There's a reason why me and Brian are sharing these things with you guys, because we've been there. We've gone through this shit. We know what happens if you don't do the things we've given you advice on today. That's it. Guys, that's it. That's all. Those are the three biggest mistakes that you're making on calls. Number one is being uncomfortable talking about money, mm -hmm. right? You like get to the pitch and you're all weird and you're uncertain. So you need to confidently practice your pitch and you need to be certain when you're delivering how much your program costs. Because if you sound uncertain, then people are going to think that you're questioning your own value. Yep. Makes it sound like you're questioning your own value. And if you're questioning your own value, people sure as heck aren't going to enroll in your program. All right. So that's number one. Number two is giving too much value, right? Like I get it. Like we want to coach, we want to help people. We want to serve people. But if you give too much value on the call at the end of the call, like Cole said, people are going to be like, this was freaking great, but uh, yeah, I'm good. I'm going to be able to do this on my own now. Yep. So you don't want to get to that point. And number three, third biggest mistake that you guys can make is talking to them like they're a friend, right? Like when you get on the phone with somebody, you are the coach, you are the fucking boss. You need to act like it. And if you treat somebody like they're your friend, they're not going to hire you as their coach. Does this make sense? You got anything you want to add, Cole? No, guys, just fucking listen to what we said and start implementing it. All right. If anybody listened to the podcast with Darren, Darren literally spoke about how he used to run a gym and he would see clients come in as friends and everything like that. And they would say, oh, I don't really want to do that. I want to do this. And Darren right away would nip it in the ass. Like, fuck that. They're the professional. You guys are the professionals right now. You guys are the ones with the fucking authority. So keep it. That's all I got to say with that. That's it. All right, bro. Where do they find you? Uh, you guys can check me out on Instagram and TikTok at Cole Lewis de Silva, C-O-L-E-L-U-I-S-D-A-S-I-L-V-A, -S -S or the Wake Up With The Wolf podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Boom. Guys, that's it. That's all. Hope you guys have the best day of your entire life, and we'll talk to you soon. <laughs>